Welcome to the M3 Podcast. Your journey to movement, mindset, and medicine starts here. Welcome back to another episode of the M3 Podcast. It's your girl, Mermaid Brie, and my gosh, I am all over the place with getting my house discombobulated, reassembled, and like I had mentioned before in prior podcasts, I am doing some feng shui around the house, trying to figure out what I want to do as my next move. I'm getting myself ready to travel. I just made the decision to cancel Colombia and to backpack Southeast Asia and the South Pacific for the next couple of months. I need this. My soul needs this. And I'm also in the process of changing things up in my professional world. I feel like I have tens of thousands of hats that I wear and I woke up saying I'm quitting my job, but I'm pretty much quitting one of like 10 jobs. So I still am going to run apparel this summer. I have some workout clothing that's coming together. I've been uh, testing samples of that, shooting the content for it. And it's, I mean, I'm so excited for these outfits to come together. The other part of it is the podcast. I will still be pumping out these episodes at least twice a week while I'm traveling, maybe even more just to document and share some of the journey with you all. And the mentorship program has completely sold out so as of this morning i'm so proud and excited to share that we have fully booked the mentorship program it will be starting tomorrow if you are listening to this in real time which would actually be today i wanted to get this episode out as soon as possible and i also wanted to share another story well actually two stories that resonate with my clients and myself and if anybody has those automatic negative thoughts like Brian Fisher has mentioned in his book, The Philosopher's Notes. Brian Fisher mentions that we have ants and automatic negative thoughts are things that come into our lives day in and day out. It's just part of the human process. A brain is something that we do want to do our best to take control over, but at the same time, it's its own mind. It's its own organ and it's its own embodiment, right? It's not who we are at our soul. We have a brain, we have a body, but we have a soul. And the soul and the brain and the body sometimes go at different paces. So I recognized when my client Allison was getting close to show date, she was looking at herself in the mirror and she started nitpicking at herself. And I mean, she was only a couple weeks out at this time. And I looked at her and I said, stop focusing on the black dot. I noticed this day in and day out, she would find something new to nitpick at. And I'm like, do you not recognize your progress right now? Do you not realize that you drop below 10% body fat? You are the leanest you've ever been. You are the strongest you've ever been. You are lifting heavier weight than you've ever done or attempted to do before, which is ironic because we just finished up a training session teaching her how to fail today. And so she's at a new level of her bodybuilding career where she and we call it chapter two but we are now at that point where she's actually building the body this is the fun part cutting and being on prep to me that's not the fun part of bodybuilding bodybuilding is the part where you actually build and scale the body right just like you would with a business with a relationship with your growth as a human personal development and I recognize this as she is focusing on her black dot. The analogy comes from the story of this professor. So I'm going to share this story with you all along with another one too that I saw on a post from Jim Quick. He is a a teacher teaching people how to speed read, meaning that you can increase the rate at which you read books, read papers, type uh, at record level. So one day a professor entered the classroom and asked his students to prepare for a surprise test. 
They all awaited anxiously at their desks for the exam to begin. The professor handed out the exams with the text facing down, as usual. Once he handed them all out, he asked the students to turn over the papers. To everyone's surprise, there were no questions, just a black dot in the center of the sheet of the paper. The professor, seeing the expression on everyone's faces, told them the following. I want you to write out what you see there. The students, confused, got started on this explicable task. And at the end of the exam, the professor took out all of their papers and started reading each of them out loud in front of the students. So all of them, with no exception, defined the black dot, trying to explain its position in the center of the sheet. After all had been read, the classroom was silent, and the professor started to explain, I'm not going to grade you on this. I just want to give you something to think about. No one wrote about the white part of the paper. Everyone focused on the black dot. And the same happens in our lives. We have a piece of paper to observe and enjoy, but we always focus on the dark spots. Our life is a gift, and we always have reasons to celebrate. So nature is renewing itself daily, friends around us, the job that provides our livelihood. All of this insists that if we only focus on the dark spot, like our health issues that bother us, the lack of money we may have, the complication in relationships, or maybe a disappointment from a friend, the dark spots are the very small part of our lives when compared to everything we have, and they're the ones that pollute our mind. So you want to take your eyes away from the black dots in your life and enjoy each one of your blessings and each moment of that life that gives you. So be happy with the life that you live, even as the undertaker will be disappointed when it's your time to leave this earth. And I think about this similar to Jim Quick's story where he talks about the vase and it actually comes from a children's book. So we have two, let's say, bottles, right? We have a full bottle that can fill up water, but then we also have a bottle that has a leak in it or a break. So as you come to this story, you recognize here that once upon a time, there was a farmer and he bought two water bottles. One, unfortunately, this is the quote of unfortunately perspective, right? One of them had a big hole in the bottom of it. So the farmer used these bottles to put water and brought them to his town. But the broken bottle leaked continuously and that made him feel useless. And then the other bottle also was feeling really proud, would actually tease and make fun of that other bottle whenever he spilled water. So one day that broken bottle couldn't stand it anymore and asked the farmer to throw himself away. However, the farmer smiled and said, don't you see the road in our town recently? They went back down the road and they were there were many beautiful flowers. Do you see that? The water that you've spilled so far has grown these plants. Even though we have some bad points, we don't need to stay sad and depressed all the time because we can also offer help to others using our flaws. So cheer up. Life is good. And I actually think of this as a third story. Yes, your girl loves stories. I know that that's how the human brain wants to find ways to compartmentalize and understand and create meaning behind something. So that is how we can recognize problems, find solutions. And I think of math problems, you have a word problem, right? You create a story out of it. Trains going at this you know, speed, the other trains going at what speed, where do they intersect, how do they meet each other? If you were to just think about speed, you wouldn't create some sort of relatability to it. It doesn't give you that meaning. There's no desire or need to figure out the problem or, or find the solution from that problem. So as I find this third story together is you look at the view of the mountain, 
right? So just talking about that pathway of the water and you notice the nourishment of the fields, the garden that has been made from planting um, or from watering all the plants along the path as they go into town with the broken bottle. But if you recognize that's the same thing as if you were to hike up a mountain, going up a mountain, going on a hike, it's, you know, it's going to be a beautiful view at the very top, but to get up that mountain sometimes can be a challenge. It can be very difficult. And every so often we stop, we take a look around, whether it's a quarter of the way up the mountain, halfway, three quarters up, almost all the way to the top. And you know that as you go, you can still appreciate the view and the value of where your progress has been. And I think of this metaphorically of, let's say you're starting a prep journey. Let's say you're, you're going through some sort of difficult challenge. You are, like me, launching a mentorship program. You know that at the beginning of it, it's going to be beautiful and its beauty will look different than at the end of the mentorship program for me or at the end of your competition prep. But it's all about the journey. It's all about appreciating every part of you that's going to have that aspect of, did I do the hard thing? Did I go and you know stop and take a, a moment to appreciate my progress so far? Or am I honestly just focusing at what's at the top of the mountain? Do I only care about the view at the top? Because the view at the top, yes, it's gorgeous. But are you going to be proud of the hard work and the effort that you did to climb yourself up those stairs to get yourself up the t- to the top of the mountain? I don't think that I would care about this mentorship program if I only cared about what the end result was. I care about this mentorship program and I'm so excited for it to launch tomorrow and to have our first class together is because I really care about what I've put into it thus far and the progress that I've made on my own as an experienced business owner and have already mentored people through this exact course. So to lead this as a group has a different view, a different form of beauty and a different level of progress that I can appreciate, stand still with and recognize that these are beautiful flowered areas of the path along the way to the end or that town, that destination. So as you focus on the black dots, you're like, oh my gosh, this could be me nitpicking in the mirror at my physicalities, my body. But the other part of you could also be like, wow, look at how far I've come. I've lost X, Y, and Z weight. I've lost this amount of maybe control, shedding of bad habits or... I've gotten rid of different parts of me that I wasn't proud of, and I've replaced it with other parts of me that I am proud of. I now have more awareness with my food. I now have more control over the amount of activity that I do, my strength levels. I have more respect for myself and my relationship with my identity and disciplinary skills that I have. All of these are different parts that you can appreciate and value for yourself and not think of yourself as a broken bottle or a black dot or X, Y, and Z like I just mentioned. You get to think of yourself as the beauty that comes in with being perfectly imperfect. And I think that's part of the human process. I think that's part of our spiritual journey here as humans and any form of life too, whether you're a plant or an animal or some sort of living organism, you get to go through the journey of what it's like to evolve. You get to go through the journey of what it's like to be in the beauty of the mess and the process and the challenges and recognize that there is a whole sheet of paper called life that gets to be a part of the beauty of who you are at your core. So I hope you take these little childhood stories and you make this more meaningful for what your adult 
adulting could be like what you're when life hits you and you have to feel like that adult what can we do to create some sort of meaning that makes us go back to our childhood and appreciate the simplicity of how life really can be so giving you some insight here like I said my client Allison did amazing at her show and I saw her do more than probably any other client has ever done to get themselves ready for the stage And this person shifted from looking at the black dots and having those automatic negative thoughts to stepping on stage, getting yourself completely ready and appreciating the entire piece of paper for what it is. So I'm proud of you, Allison. I know you're going to be listening to this and I'm proud of all of our clients who I know I'm in the process of making a shift over to what I'm creating as a mermaid method master program. So this is something where I am taking out myself as the one-on-one coach, taking out the accountability. I know that I've done my job as a quote-unquote parent to show the process and not just give my clients the yes and no like a parent would. I am telling the client yes and no because I'm giving them the why. And that's the same thing as if a kid wants to go out and play or they want to, you know, take let's say candy from a store, you're going to tell them no because whatever reason you have and give them a moral, a lesson, a meaning. Maybe you can't go out after dark because it's not safe. Maybe you can't take the candy off the shelf because you don't have the money to pay for it and that's considered stealing. Where is the morality? Where are the legalities in it? That's an explanation of that. But that's the same thing with you making choices with yourself, with your body, with your profession, with how you relate to the world is, are you going to make a conscious choice? Are you going to make the effort and decision for a better future? And are you responsible enough and have the awareness between the cause and the effect of what the choice is and what the outcome will be? So I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please leave a review, leave a rating on here. I appreciate every bit of feedback that I get from these And this helps the podcast continue to grow. I know that so many of you are recognizing and and, I mean, we're starting to hit a lot more downloads. I, I see a lot more recognition. I see a lot more people seeing the progress of this. And like I said, I will not stop pumping these out. I think that it's really great to share my voice. I think it's great to express myself in this way. And for somebody who is still personally struggling with things like therapy and talking to somebody, This is a really great way for me to just get out what I need to get out and to process my thoughts verbally, not just on a pen and paper and not just, you know, through books or reading or listening to music. It's great to hear words, but it's also great to let them be expressed and to share that with you all through this form of maybe a diary. So I'm here for the journey. I'm here for the black dots. I'm here for the white paper. I'm here for it all. So um, again, I, I pray that you all take that time to nourish yourself, to not see yourself as broken, and hopefully give yourself that same encouragement and embodiment of what it means to be perfectly imperfect. Thank you for joining me on another episode as we learned and explored all things movement, mindset, and medicine. As always, my goal for each episode of this podcast is to share innovative tools and techniques to help you thrive and find stability with your overall health and personal development alongside the growth of the world around us. Please share this with someone you know will benefit from this episode as well as rate and review. 
This helps us reach more people and provide feedback as to how we can better help each of you. Make sure to check out our community website, www.mermaidmethod.com to learn more about our upcoming events, eco-friendly products, and coaching programs. Now let's make massive waves together.